Hey. Bounce. Bounce. What? Speak up, dude. Jesus. You really think Tupac's dead? No. You don't think he's dead? No. Where could he be? What's he doing now? I'm going to be honest with you. I thought if I said no, that would stop the conversation. Whereas if I said yes, knowing you, I thought you would start to go on about. Well, you know this happens every time you I'm make con- me bleach the bathrooms. Yes, and I can, and cannot figure out the code or the, the, the pattern here. So uh, set the record straight. I do believe that Tupac was uh, unfortunately murdered. I have no theory on who shot him. Um, so. Oh, by the way, we need more bathroom beers. Okay. We have just been pounding through those. I was, was there back there a while. Yeah. Somebody humping in the room back there? What is that? No. Oh, hey, did you guys, did you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Those are my, uh, those are my flippers. I got flippers on. Okay. That, so that explains why you're walking backwards? I'm considering uh, hopping down in that moat and recovering my dad's body. Uh, How do you know he's down there? That never happened. What are you talking about? Yeah. I have my suspicions. Is this why you're obsessed with skeletons? Partially. Okay. What are you doing here? Are you guys yeah. into skeletons now? No. no fuck. Not uh, at all. Again, see, I can't get up. I can't get in front of these patterns. Did you return your last movie? Yeah. You guys know what's inside of all of us? A giant late fee? That's that's what you have? (laughs) A skeleton waiting to get out. How about you rattle around in those... My skeleton wants to stay. Fucking Mm -hmm. ninja... White inside of me. Ninja turtle whitey tighties and pull out the money that you owe for this late fee. Yeah. Guys, check out this femur bone. Do you think it could shatter this glass case? Yes. All right, I'm going to try don't. it. Please don't. No, 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 no. I'm calling the cops, man. Don't do that. I have to edit in noises see, every see how, time you're here. See how God strong damn. skeletons are? I don't like calling the cops, but I will. You won't fucking do that. You got priors, dude. Do you know what my name is? And I'm l- l- less obsessed with skeletons than you are. You guys all got priors and warrants, so you're not calling anybody. <laughs> I dealt this with This kid mine. knows way too fucking much, man. It's because his adopted foster family is a fucking sheriff. He's probably hacking his computer. Mm-hmm. I got all your socials. Jesus. What do you want? What, do you, yeah. what can we do? Well, first of all, I would like for both of you to get out from under the massive credit card debt you're under. But beyond that, I would like a skeleton that's, movie. That's personal business. Well, okay? I told I am, you I got your socials. Okay, and I am working with uh, a, a credit uh, bureau. Okay, I got a a, a code from a, a podcast. I got something okay? in the mail, and I I'm, I'm working through that. Okay, I've almost I, I'm not paid off, but I've I've got a I'm I'm getting a plan together. Why to are pay you off explaining yourself to this guy? Because this guy, nobody gets under my skin like this. Did kid. you print I, that I, shit off? Give me that shit. 
You know who can uh, freely buy a pizza anytime he wants? Look, the fucking tough team, that's who. Give him a movie. God damn it, just give him a movie. I'm getting, I'm tough, I'm getting personal these days. Yeah. We're going to have to hit him eventually. As soon as he's tough adult, I'm eating him. How old are you now? How old are you? We go through this every time. This is what he does. This How is old his, are you? This is his bit. What do you got? What do you, you do? What are you doing? What are you? What are you? <laughs> what are you doing? You huh? Stupid you, man, son of a bitch. Kids, you you can't talk to them. You can't eat them. Hey, um, is your mom right. is your mom single? My mom is gone, dude. I live with a foster family. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm I think Dan is the one that. who established that as well. So yeah, come on, stick to the script, dude. Read that. Read that improv book I gave you, dude. I think he's yeah, lying. Yeah, yes, and Dan. Yeah. So speaking of uh, your dad's skeleton, um, mm-hmm. I mean yeah, bones yeah. are pretty strong, but I, you know, it's stronger than than a bone. Guilt. It's fucking metal, dude. You into yeah. metal skeletons? Oh, <laughs> finally, finally, you guys are. Are you on up. board? Are you on board? Hey, you had me a metal skeleton. <laughs> All right, buddy. Then you're going to fucking love what I got for you today. 1992's Nemesis. Listening to Five Day Rentals, the video store podcast, where each week one of us picks a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre specific category. We start off a new category, fellas. That's right. It is high octane pulse pounding thrill ride. We're talking high intensity shootouts, action, sci-fi. Just keep it around 90 minutes. That's it. I am Bones. I'll be taking us through today's pick, 1992's Nemesis, directed by Albert Payune. I am joined, as always, every week by my two pals, Laundry Dan and Cron Howard. How are you, dudes? Howdy. Never better, Bones. Uh, Good luck running through the plot on this guy. (laughs) Oh, somebody had to watch it three times. Wow. Wow. Zers. Fellas, we are... Starting a whole new round of categories. Yes, sir. As per tradition, I start us off. We are doing our third action category in a row. Yeah. Yeah, we need this to. might confuse people, so let's let's revisit our lists. Yeah, we're an action podcast now. <laughs> yeah. I need to get away from this. Um, now, Nemesis was a movie that I was seeing on Twitter, Letterboxd, things like that. Last year when we started to build our list, I thought this would be interesting. I had never seen it. What's your guys' history with Nemesis? Hmm. Uh, Didn't know it existed until you selected it for this podcast. All right. Dan? I thought at one point watching this movie, you... For some reason, I remember a story 
that you were watching some movie and you didn't know what it was, but it might have not been this. Hmm. But yeah, I'd never, I've never seen this. Okay. I see it so, has five sequels. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I, I took us through an Albert Payune movie, um, not too long ago. Yes. It was Brain Smasher. For um, Macho Mania. Macho Mania. And uh, you can definitely tell that these movies are directed by the same guy. <laughs> I don't... I mean, this one, it seems like he had a way bigger budget, at least. Yeah. Well, there were, what, 12 different production companies involved <laughs> in this? Or, like, finance people? The title cards go on for Just some time. Going. Yep. Definitely more money in this, but again, this guy is incredible at stretching his dollars. Mm-hmm. How many movies does he have? And let me that? ask you this. Are we... Is this eventually going to be like Verhoeven where we just get through all of them? Because I don't uh, think there's a five-star banger in there. No, and but he's also got a few that uh, turn me off. Okay, so that I wouldn't, I wouldn't cover. <laughs> but a lot, I, but a lot that turn you on. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Easily turned on. That's fine. Sexual bean. Oh, bean is coming in early today. He said bean? sexual bean, dude. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you get what you get. Um. Guys, we are recording this the week after the Oscars. <laughs> now, I don't want to go into too much of what happened. This movie is the, what's the, we got to do it, at least one big word per episode now, since Dan pointed out Kron's use of, I forget what the word was. It was, it was a big Oxford word. But this movie might be the antithesis of, <laughs> of an Oscar movie. Hold on, give me five minutes. Um, oh, shit. So Sunday, as per my um, ritual, I like to watch these in the evening. Um, I was very into this movie for about 25 minutes when I received a text message of an uncensored clip from a Japanese (laughs) um, presentation of the Oscars. This just set me way back. I could not get back into this movie because I kept checking in with what was going on in L.A. Uh, did you get? Were you guys able to make it through this in one sitting? I did not. Okay. Yeah. No, but not for the same Oscar reason. <laughs> okay. My. Mine was more just that I started it late enough that by the time I got to the hour mark, I was like, I can't keep my eyes open. I mean, I'm falling asleep in this chair. I was like, yeah, I was about there. I'm going to do as long as I can. And then the next, oh, I knew I was coming home half day Tuesday. So I was like, all right, I'll get it. I'll get the rest Tuesday. And then jump on Wednesday. By the way, evening. by the way, when I got here Wednesday, the door was wide open. 
But your dude. your house, the store at the dude, video store we all work at, dude. The, remember the bit, dude. All right, that's how uh, episode fifty nine is when we started that. <laughs> that's how possums and vagrants keep getting in, Dan. Nobody wants to watch. What are they going to do? Steal the monster dogs? They're both both the possums and the vagrants are impossible to get out of the porno room, dude. Uh, I did want to bring up now we one of our first quizzes on this show was literally based around a particular actor who has shown his true colors in terms of uh, physical assault. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it got a little and, cooler in my book. I thought maybe I need to go back and watch some of these that I missed. Um, and then we also just covered um, a Bruce Willis movie and then got some sad news about him. So um, we should probably only talk about people we don't like on this show. I don't like Will Smith that much. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is why I've not watched several of his movies. I mean, we're all on the same level that Will Smith is a total fuck, fucking asshole, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a Scientologist, so already I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. I don't know how much I believe that. Oh, come on. He, he's, I, he's all in know. it. They should have just kicked him out of the Oscars, though. I mean, I guess you refuse to leave. You walk up on stage and assault someone. Look, <laughs> you I should probably get know. kicked out. Like I'm on Christopher Rock's side all day long, but I would have went right back at the dude. I was like, "We're gonna scrap, bro." <laughs> That's what I would have done. It's not the same, yeah. but if I show my penis in the movie theater, I get asked to leave. So. How many times have you done that? Well, if you slap your penis, it's okay. <laughs> That's the problem. You just pull it out and leave it. You got to do something with it. Depends yeah, on what kind of movie you're at. Mm-hmm. Tell that to Paul Rubens. And you shouldn't yell at the cop, keep my penis out your fucking mouth. <laughs> you know. But I do. All right, that's enough of that. It was inevitable. It's something. It was one of the more surreal experiences I've ever seen. I don't know how to describe it. Are we going to cover GI Jane? We should. That should be our next. I don't know if we'll ever cover a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah, I feel like we'll go through half of Tony Scott's before we get to a Ridley. You never know. You never know. I'll wait to cover. G.I. Jane 2 starring Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the shits if they actually call her? They're like, we'll give you 30 mil. <laughs> You've never been hotter. Yeah. Jada, it's in the zeitgeist. We gotta Come get on. you in G.I. Jane 2. How how great would it be to prove Mr. Rock wrong and just, just do it? Win an Oscar. Alopecia. Shut the fuck up. You fucking rich ass. Mo- you can't pay for hair. You got paid $20 million for Wild Wild West and you can't buy your fucking wife who fucking cheated on you hair. She cheated on you and you wouldn't slap Chris Rock. You should be slapping her. 
she must be crazy in the sack, though, right? The opinions like, of Laundry Dan do not reflect the opinions of Five Day Reynolds as a whole. We're ride or die, right, baby. Ride or die. Cron, and, actually, yeah, Cron's right. She might be. She's a dynamo. It doesn't yeah, matter. Got to be a dynamo. She's a, in she's the a good dude. dynamo. Because if if she can cheat on you and then you still get up on public television and smack people for her. She's You're an idiot. Doing, she's got to be doing Dame something. Dame to kill for. Yeah. Yep. Dame to slap for. Jesus. is something he should probably believe in, but he's a Scientologist. Well, Angie was in Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, so. That's true. We did cover one of uh, her movies on this podcast. Damn, I totally forgot about that. But Billy Zane eats it I, up. That's, that's Billy Zane all the way, man. Yeah. He's... Well, that, that's whose opinion I really want on all this. <laughs> what does Billy Zane think? Yeah, I want him to come out in a week or so and give an interview <laughs> about how shitty she was on Demon Night. Yeah, I'm, dis- like- I'm, I'm disappointed but not surprised, says Billy Zane. <laughs> Listen, she's had the same hair ever since I've known her. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> all right, this is that was like three weeks ago. Jesus. Um, also... Uh, yeah, thanks for anybody that participated in our Dynamo uh, sucks vote on Twitter. We'll see how the Dynamo how those Dynamo. results turn out. Or Dynamo Fucking is awesome vote monsters. <laughs> I mean, all right. Look, this Enough. is all I have to say about that. Bones literally picked a movie with the worst rape ever, and he's complaining about Dynamo. No, that is a good point. I mean, I was doing some thinking. I can refresh your memory. It's called Savage Streets. Yes, uh, but I also hated those fucking guys. <laughs> and nowhere in my notes did I go, hey, Johnny's fucking cool. Uh, guys, go you back. Know- Let us know. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Let's party. Hey, I'm 39. Hey, Dynamo. <laughs> come on. Let's go have a rape party. Come on. It's like you got two kids, man. Shouldn't you be at home with your wife? Nah. Dynamo wouldn't sink that low to hang out with Johnny and his crew. Yeah, plus he can't nah, drive. He only's got room for one. Yeah. There's only room for one in that car. And there there's actually not even room for one. <laughs> yep. The lower half. Mm-hmm. His skinny ass fucking legs. I don't know, man. Is there any bridges? Like uh, I need to watch out. <laughs> Yeah, a low, a low overpass would decapitate Dynamo. Ooh, almost like a cyborg in Nemesis. That's true. So we're here for let's, tonight. Let's let's get into it, guys. I hope you're comfortable. Are they all cyborgs in this movie? Kron, we got a lot of questions to ask. Uh, let's just get started. Oh, all right. Like we already talked about, we got lots of production title cards on this. We fade in. When the uplink came through with the work orders, I had a strange feeling everything was about to change for me. Maybe it just had something to do with the way the world is today. Bio-enhanced gangsters, information terrorists, cyborg outlaws. Everything's so congested with high-tech overload. 
<laughs> you start to feel a little numb. There's an old saying in my business. It pays to be more human or more than human. I'm not so sure anymore. Los Angeles, California, 2027. Five years from now, dude. <laughs> Fuck. I can't wait. <laughs> We're in a sexy hotel. We got this couple. They bust in. They're, they're making out. About 30 seconds later, this lady snaps. She grabs this guy's throat and threatens him. Starts groping him, patting him down, feeling his junk. Can't be too cautious. Police everywhere. The guy reaches behind and grabs the gun tucked in the lady's belt. Without hesitation, he shoots her in the head. This lady's a fucking cyborg. Half her head's blown off, but she's still screaming. Goddamn cop. Goddamn terrorist. Bam. Flashing the screen, we got our title, Nemesis. The The opening of this feels like a video game opening. Like, yes. that setup, that would be like the cutscene, and then as soon as you shoot her, like, now you're the playable character. Mm-hmm. And you start in the room, mm-hmm. and the tutorial kicks in. Yep. You know, move the controller, which this might be the most video game movie we've covered. Great point, Kron. Mm-hmm. This guy is Alex. Um, he's got a bag full of guns. He starts loading up. He's got crazy pistols and this giant shotgun. Uh, he's having a smoke. He puts on this giant fucking trench coat for some reason. I mean, it's L.A. Let's hey, still put a trench coat on, I guess. There's a part later in this movie where he has on a sweatshirt, a sweater, and an overcoat. So, In a tropical climate. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's having a smoke, he pockets this small device. He walks over to the body of the cyborg. See, laundering data can be dangerous. That's- the cyborg body, it's just like it busts up. Its body's starting to spark. You break the law, go to hell. Is this Alex um, starts down the- Doc Ock's origin story? <laughs> Close. So, uh, which universe, though? <laughs> yeah, it's a good, it's a good one, Karan. You which, tell us which Doc Ock are we talking about? <laughs> he was paying attention. <laughs> Doc Ock Prime. Alex starts down the hallway. He walks past four bad-looking dudes. We got two chicks, two dudes. I'm going to refer to them as ABBA for the next few minutes. Uh, They realize that he's a cop once they reach the hotel and they see the body. They immediately turn back around. They identify him as a cop. Uh, Alex is able to get downstairs real quick via the service elevator. Sort of. He doesn't quite threaten the guy in the elevator, but he flashes his shotgun. The guy gets the hint. Keep it quiet. We're immediately out in this hallway. Abba's making chase against uh, Alex. One of the chicks, they call in a report that they lost the data chip. It's taken by a cop from the LAPD. We see that this woman has a hammerhead tattoo on her hand. And within a matter of moments, we are now all the way out in the industrial ruins of future LA. What would I would assume would be four or five miles away, but Alex runs quick, I guess. It doesn't take very long. Alex and his gang are immediately in a shootout. Uh, the framing on some of this, I thought, was awesome. There's a lot of wide shots. He's, like, in the lower quarter. The Abba gang's up on the other side. Just It's very Hong Kong spark flash heavy in this, too, which looks great. Yep. Um, I, whatever we say about this movie, I think this opening shootout is incredible. I, I wrote down this is... 
This is like between basically after John Woo, but before the Wachowskis got onto the scene. So, yeah, but that was cool because I like until they came along, I had not seen someone really. I mean, I think the most you would get is somebody, you know, having two pistols shooting at the same time. Mm-hmm. But this this kind of I don't know. It looked a lot closer to that John Woo style than I feel like a lot of people got into. So, yeah, there was some full contact in there. I was thinking what Dan would think of that. That uh, that was one that I brought to the table, guys. Mm-hmm. It's been buried in there. Put that <clears> in the <throat> Dan stack. It's not. Okay. It's yeah, only it like, I like it's only it like performed, I like two this. performed how it performed. It's only like yeah. two below uh black roses now, so <laughs> right. So it's where it needs to be. Um and Alex manages to shoot one of these goons. Uh one of the female goons. She's in the distance. She's letting the other ones fuck our fuck around. She starts prepping this giant RPG esque shotgun. Alex makes his way up atop this downed building. Looks dangerous as hell. Um, I'm not sure where they shot this. This looks like Chernobyl. Uh, I know that that's where they shot it. (laughs) Okay. Later in the movie, it really looks like they're just in Hawaii. Um, that's one, but this looks okay. This looks like a call of duty map (laughs) somewhere in the desert. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the second male bad guy, uh, he gets up there. Oh, he's taken out too. Um, and then the second of the two ladies finally shows up. So there's... Is this a shot of the chick in the miniskirt just climbing rusted-ass metal? Like <laughs> Yes, and then they definitely hold on the RPG lady. They hold on her yoga pant ass as she walks up yep. to the tower quite a bit. So it's like not, it's not all the way male gazy. It's like just enough, you know. Albert, and then you get Albert Payu knew what moved VHS tapes, dude. <laughs> yeah, we got more shooting back and forth. Alex manages to hop on. I'm gonna call it like conduit. It might be like a down flagpole or something connect to this building. He uses that to kind of you know like reverse pole vault down the building while they're shooting at him. Uh, he gets to the ground, and Kron, what do we got? We got some zigzagging, dude. It's not the best, He's but it's, it, just, it's, it's just enough. It's just enough for him to make a run for it. One of the ladies manages to get a shot in the back. He goes flying into this other downed building. The ladies are starting to reload. Alex notices that there's just a random-ass dog there. <laughs> um, yeah, sure, and then throw he, it in. <laughs> yeah. And they immediately get rid of this dog. Um I mean, we assume that it dies, right? I mean, it kind of has to. I guess, yeah. Oh, no. We see what happens to this dog. Um, So while the the ladies are still reloading, he notices that he's got like a chunk of metal piercing his knee. Uh, He says, God damn it, that was brand new. Oh, the the image of these women, like, standing on top of the building shooting down at him reminded me so much of those those Did it like, do it for you? Uh, well it reminded me of those like cutaways in Jackie Brown where it's like I'm Amber and this is an AK forty seven. Like 
when you absolutely positively have to kill every last motherfucker in the room. Yep. Yeah. So this is where we find out that uh, Alex has some cybernetics. He's pissed that his brand new knee has been pierced. He is able to grab this little puppy and get it into some sort of old safe and shut this door just before um, our RPG shotgun lady uh, shoots one of her RPGs off of her shotgun into the building. Great first person like rocket shot in there. Um, Blows the shit out of the building. First lady approaches. We now see that Alex has a full-blown like endoskeleton leg. The lower half of this leg's totally burnt off. <laughs> Just a uh, flick in there, you know. Yeah. That's a that's a weird looking foot. <laughs> uh Just tapping <laughs> tapping that foot. Uh, all right, so all we're all the oxen protect- free. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have said it. Damn. <laughs> you guys okay. see that hey, robot foot? Does a robot foot count? I guess. <laughs> does it count for you? No. It's a, you, don't think, you don't think it's I'm a foot? That. I'm not into that shit. You don't think it's a foot? It's a foot. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a technically foot. a foot. It's okay. a foot. So is the four things on my table. <laughs> Dude. You don't know anything, dude. <laughs> Ladies and You're gentlemen, right. Nate Hands. Am, okay. I'm not sexually awakened to the feet. That's just that's just the leg of a table. You could call that a leg. You can't call a a foot is different. So the leg of my table doesn't have a foot at the bottom? I mean, you're arguing semantics. <laughs> Where does it stop, Kyle? I mean, uh, <laughs> Nate. Nate, um, how, I'll cut that out. How's uh, how's pay last, man? You doing good? It's a struggle in this economy. Okay. Gas prices, right? Well, and I've been getting a reputation in the neighborhood. So oh, that's yeah, not helping. Is it scaring people off? Yeah, there's a lot of people who will not step foot in the door. And that's that's bad business. That's ironic. Part of, part of it is the is the reputation. The other part of it is the investigation. <laughs> Can you enlighten us a little bit on that, or is, have you been advised to? Legally, I'm not supposed to talk about it. It's pending. Well, I hope uh, it doesn't interfere with your appearances uh, here on the Five Day Rentals podcast. Oh, no. That's true. I'll definitely be able to keep showing up here. I know I roll my eyes every time you come in, but it's... it's I, I love you, buddy. Well, just make sure you mention me on the next podcast you're on. You're like a Beetlejuice. Um, Try, trying to remember. Where is this foot ranking in the, uh, the Nate Hands big board of feet over there bottom bottom tier yeah it's it's a robot foot i mean okay okay so you're acknowledge it's still foot but it's it meets minimum criteria all right i am fine with this okay so the dead foot from brain scan yep Mm -hmm. i think that's last oh i've got dead feet i don't have (laughs) robot parts in my shop 
So you could build a foot anytime you'd like. You could have a robot foot. Well, I don't want one though. I have dead feet in the shop already. You don't think it would be nice? Oh God, this is going to fuck up the investigation. (laughs) Who needs robot feet when you have dead feet? Yeah. Let's move on though. Because this is part of the whole reason they're, they're looking around in the first place. (laughs) Have they done any interviews with you or anything? Mm-hmm. Have they used Several. this as evidence? Our they, prob- show? they probably will. I mean, that dude that explains a spike in downloads. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Whenever he's on. That's pretty okay. cool. Thanks. Thank you. You, yeah. you might have paid we, off, Nate. Yeah, we should have him on more often, I guess. I am the draw to your podcast. P- Let that P- sink in. Tr- true crime is huge. Mm-hmm. Five Day Reynolds podcast is completely uh, innocent of any foot activity that's going on mm-hmm. no they're yes. co-hosts they're culpable is... they're culpable nope 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 nope. they're complicit this... they they like feet too we we ask questions we don't uh we don't promote or uh what's the word i'm looking for dan help me out here condone i guarantee there's a toe hidden in their store <laughs> did you hide it in our store that, did happen now, has I, somebody lost a toe in the store? I don't know That's how it totally got, possible. Maybe. Totally possible. Who knows how it March, got there? March is, of is last it, year. Is it lack of cleaning or a fetish? Not sure. Not sure what a little, is keeping. A little of both. A theoretical toe in a theoretical corner. I think he hit it in our store. He was mighty mad at us the last time he mm-hmm. came on. Put a rabbit's foot on your key ring. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> See you, buddy. Later, Nate. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Hands uh, once again. And for the federal investigators listening, we appreciate the download. Just go ahead and hit marked played on your uh, Spotify. That at least, it's my understanding, helps. Uh, and if uh, you guys got numbers. if you guys got time, give us a five star review. I mean. Man, I caught I caught a little bit of the end of that. You guys are in hot water, you two. Uh, well, you run me. off every time he comes in. It's fucking bullshit. I don't yeah. want to be associated with him. Mm-hmm. I don't like what I hate. What he's about. I tried yelling at you. I said, "Where does it stop, Kyle?" And you didn't like acknowledge. So, yeah, I was bullshit. Chugged a bathroom beer while that was going on. <laughs> we got to get a sponsorship for the bathroom beers. I mean, it's the greatest. Or a keg, I guess. I I don't know. All right. When we left off, Alex, um, he's been blown to shit. He's starting to get a monologue from one of these, one of these ladies that were shooting at him. We're trying to protect humanity, and you, you protect the machines. Uh, Alex offers just to let her go if she leaves. You're not even human anymore, are you? This is the worst actress in the movie, by the way. This woman here. <laughs> is still human. (laughs) None of you is human. Never was. This woman just starts shooting the absolute shit out of Alex's body. No, add the .6 in there. It makes it sound better. Yeah. Just not the 85? No, yeah, do the Mm 85.6. While she's monologuing, Alex is able to use the fucking metal spike that's sticking out of his knee he uses this to stab the woman in the back. Right as this happens, a police drone shows up. 
It looked like the uh, referee from Robot Jocks came in. Yes, it did. Yes. (laughs) Once again, folks, Robot Jocks is available for download. Mm -hmm. Uh, This scares the lady off, and this cuts us to Alex undergoing surgery to save his life. Real RoboCop ripoff here. Um, I think they say we're going to start with his eyes and then... It's like generic, like, you know, surgery noises and then some sexy woman's voice. We cut to Baja, New America. It took them six months to put me back together. Synthetic flesh and bio organs. It always scared me that they would take my soul and replace it with some goddamn Matrix chip. Alex is out for a run with his new dog. Now that's the foot. Guess he's back. I didn't even leave. I just I, ducked behind the counter. God damn it. Dan, we need to stop keeping any walls solid. You know what I mean? I think we need to replace all of our cabinetry with wire. We just need to lock the doors. Yeah. I mean, of course you're staying because we get some some highlights of this very sexy lean feet just up these sand dunes. Your words, not mine. I mean, how how hot are those feet, man? They're burning. Burning up. Gnarly calluses, though, right? Mm, He probably scrapes them off at the end of the day. Are you into that? I know there's people that are into like the the shaving of dead skin. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I got a lot of shavings. (laughs) You want some? I'll hook you up. No. I put a bunch of them in a, a little manila envelope and I've addressed it to your houses. So you're you're definitely taking this foot over robot foot. Yes. Yes. Well this is yes. a robot foot. Exactly. That's that was gonna be my point, yeah. But it's humanish. Synthetic I don't wanna see all skin. the fucking and gears and wires. I'm pretty sure Nate is like impenetrable to these trick questions. If the guy is continually being interviewed by, you know, the bureau's best, yeah, he's not locked up yet. If he's yeah, if he's still out on the streets. All right, you guys continue. Goodbye. Uh, you don't want to hang around. Just you, you don't want to talk to this All right. See you, Nate. Why did you guys get him back in here with that foot thing? That's not. That's not us. You when you up. leave, when you leave, it leaves a microphone, and it, he. It's a cutaway shot in the movie. You could have just skipped it. <laughs> Alex is in some fucking run-down Mexican village. I really feel like this is the same place they shot Tombstone. The church really feels like the opening, like, shooting in Tombstone. I could be or I'm just being... Barry. Mm-hmm. It'd be a daisy if you do. I feel like you should be saying these, Kron, with that mustache. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> you didn't have to look at her, Wyatt. Is Tombstone good? Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Tombstone is good as fuck. It's been a, it's been a long time. Let's do it on the pod, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. I feel like that's two four stars from you guys. I do. So? When was the last time you saw a tombstone? 
shit. It was in the 90s. Came out like, what, 96? 97? Yeah, around then. Yeah, it's been a long time. I've started it, like, many times and just never, like, fully. Maybe we should do a Val Kilmer category. There's some... I don't know. We'll see. We could. Play on. Island of Dr. Moreau. The Salton Sea. Salton Sea's fucking good. I feel like I'm playing cards with my brother's kids. <laughs> I was actually going to ask if Dan was if Dan remembered the Billy Bob Thornton cameo. Oh shit! No, I. Yeah, man, it's been a long time. You should watch it. It's good as hell. Yeah, dude. it's good. It's real good. All right. I think. Yeah, I don't know if it's a five-star banger, but, so, but I think it's like just it's like just good enough for the show. But it's like the ultimate like it dad pop. movie, though. Oh yeah. All right. I you could name off actors in that movie, and it would take a while. You'd be like, holy shit, Jason Priestley, Billy Zane. That is true. Saint Crispin's Day. <laughs> Karana sounds like he's a huge tombstone guy. Oh, if it's on TV, dude. Mm -hmm. You want the thunder? Well, you got it. You tell him hell's coming with me. (laughs) Hell's coming with me. We're talking about Nemesis guys from 1992. Yeah, we are obviously (laughs) super into Nemesis. All right. Uh, We get a little shot of Alex doing some drugs. Like we were saying, he's in his rundown Mexican village. He goes into this bar. Did, did you think he was doing drugs? Because the first time he does it, I thought he was injecting blood into his body. The first time he, he did it, I thought, I didn't think drugs. I thought, oh, it's some sort of cyborg thing. Oil? Yeah. I I also thought we we wouldn't do another take where he puts the canister in correctly. Yes, I thought the same thing, like... <laughs> He grabs it, and then it's like he forgot the actor didn't know. Oh, shit, I've never done this before. But yeah, it seems- hey, Al- Albert Payun, he taught Eastwood, man. Two takes, and we, and we move. All right, we got it. All right, he goes into this bar, asks for a cerveza from the lady, and there's also this other sketchy-looking dude who immediately just puts a shotgun on the table. Alex, we see him grab a gun out of this bag, put it on his lap. While this woman's grabbing some beers for Alex and herself, dude gives him continues to give him uh, the stink eye. Lady sits down. She says her name's Rosario. Alex notices that the uh, she's got a hammerhead tattoo on her hand. Once again. Holy shit, this is the lady from L.A., that we just saw. What do you want? I want to get even. He calls her a terrorist and immediately just shoots the shit out of her. <laughs> Remember L.A.? He says in like ADR. It's like, oh yeah, because she does not look totally like the chick. You would not have known. It's like 2003 all over again. You can yeah. just say terrorist. Mm-hmm. The first time I watched it, I thought, oh, Hammerhead is just like everybody has that tattoo. 
Like all of the terrorists are going to have that tattoo. Because I got Danny. He's coming in in a few weeks. We're going to be getting it. I get a hammerhead tattoo. Right next to my um, Achilles tattoo. And then a hot dog. A whole sleeve of five-day rentals references. <laughs> if Danny just made us a poster of just the references, it would be incredible. I mean, he might. Just just a bunch of hot dogs and feet. Yeah. <laughs> and, j- uh, and jizz. Yeah. It gross. Um Immediately after killing this woman, a jet approaches. It's the LAPD. We got two ladies, or do we? This is Sam and Jared. Farnsworth wants you back online. Tell Farnsworth I quit. Alex and Jared, they start chatting. Turns out that Alex and Jared once had a relationship. We find this out through his dialogue about how she broke his heart or whatever. It also turns out that Alex is recruited by Jared. She says, we, you know, we got you out of prison. We made you who you are. Uh, he fell for her, not knowing that she was a machine. He asked her, what do you care about a better world? You're a cyborg. I'm, I mean, I'm on his side. I don't know who's a human and a machine either. I think they're all machines, dude. I think that's the, kind of the point. Right. I think the guys in Hawaii are. I think people in Hawaii are human. I don't think anyone in this movie is a human. I don't know who's a human. I don't know. The little gymnast chick later, I think she's a human. I mean, at what, like, the the two people that he just killed, the two people that he just killed were human. But I thought he was trying to save the humans. Mm -hmm. He, He is, but he thinks that they're the terrorists. How much robotic stuff do you have to add to someone, though, before you can call him a cyborg? 1%? One percent, I mean less than fourteen percent, right? Because what is he? He says he's eighty six point five. Eighty six. I would say if one of you guys was just like, "Oh, I have a a robotic finger," I would be like, "Dan is a cyborg." I mean, you don't need that much. Well, any any excuse to start ripping on him. <laughs> I feel I like mean, cyborg is cool. I mean, that's like. Hey, dude, you're a cyborg. I mean, welcome to the future. Dan, open my beer. Mm-hmm. With your laser eye. Like, I have a Doesn't finger. Doesn't work that way. Hey, whatever, dude. You're Shut up, robot. Clean the carpet, Roomba. I'm just saying I think all these people probably got a little robot in them at this point in the future, right? This is all... Um, Okay. Bisexual. I don't know. What? They're just all human or... Yeah, they're they're just they're like all, used cars. They're all, they're all bisexual cyborgs, dude. They they all needed a new catalytic converter. <laughs> Rare earth metals to... Yeah, I got a little in them, okay? I'm, I'm to get them hard. Best. All right. <laughs> to be called a cyborg, this is per sciencedirect.com. <laughs> okay. To be called a cyborg, it is normally the case that the entity has abilities above and beyond those exhibited by either its biological or its technological parts alone. So, if you have a, a robotic eye that 
has abilities better than my biological eye, you're a cyborg. So does this mean, you know, people with like without legs that get those awesome like scissor bouncy legs that can sprint super fucking fast? Yeah, that's cyborg. cyborgs. Yeah, dude, we live in a time with fucking cyborgs. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, are me and Karan better than you because we both have appendixes and you don't? No, because that means the rest of my body uh, operates better than yours. Because my body maintains without requiring. Also, Dan, I'm pretty sure I don't have an appendix. What? I think I I just got mine taken out a lot earlier in life than Bones did. (sighs) Guys, I think I got to go. I don't know, though. I honestly don't know. I I don't have tonsils. (laughs) I'm guessing. I'm guessing here. I got ton. I got everything. I'm, I'm missing part of my spine. Kron, is there anything else you need to confess? No, I think that's it. I I don't think I've ever broken a bone. I've broken a bone. Don't tell that story. It grosses me fucking out. So I'm just my bones. I think are strong as shit. You know, they're. You never got yeah, COVID. I don't. I also don't think you've been in the shit. I, you don't know that I've been you didn't in the, get COVID. I've been in the shit. Yeah, and I, I and I didn't get COVID. I don't I have mean, my bottom um, wisdom teeth. I got those removed. See, I was born without wisdom teeth. Really? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. I'm I'm not done. I was not done cooking. I think I needed another few weeks. I was cooking tonight, and I did some five spice, and it has cinnamon in it. And Chad Dill's allergic to cinnamon. <laughs> Were you whipping up a tater tot casserole for him? (laughs) No, I thought about that though. Oh, okay. I'm like, are we just gonna are we gonna just pepper in insults to Chad to see if he's actually listening? It's on the way. Okay. I think I have an idea, and we'll we'll off pod that. Okay. Because speaking of staying on pod, let's get back to (laughs) to Nemesis here. Um. All right, he insul- he tries to insult her. You know, what do you care about a better world? You're a cyborg. It's not quite a John Claude Van Damme. I think he's Dutch or something. I could not it, figure it out. It's like Van Damme meets Seagal in a way. She says, "I live here too." Alex fucks off. Now this other cyborg named Sam, she starts to take a look at the hammerhead tattoo. Um. On the on the dead lady. After she does this, she like reaches her hand out and gets bit by Alex's dog. Um, without hesitation, Sam just shoots the fucking dog. And Jared says, "Sam, you're too excessive." Um, I blame Alex here. He just walked off and left the dog. Um, so then we cut to Alex burying the dog, I guess, yeah, I or the people he just killed. I it's think it was the dog. It's just in profile of him digging and then pulling out a little cross. So it's good to know that uh, the dog was was Christian. Mm-hmm. I I hate I hate an atheist dog in a movie. It's so 
All like dogs go to heaven, man. All dogs mm-hmm. go to heaven. This is a Christian country, and I demand my dogs are Christian. Especially if it's a cyborg. is Because, I don't know, the dog could be a cyborg. But I Probably. also, I Probably want is. cyborg dogs to be Christians as well, you know? Yes, because it at least, it's... it. How come they didn't it rebuild keeps them the in dog? Touch with their humanity, mm-hmm. you know? This is the beginning of every action movie. This is John Wick. This is the Matrix. Like it can all mm-hmm. come back to this. Remember when that computer dog got killed in the Matrix? My theater stood up and cheered when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Rio de Janeiro. Oh, I'm sorry. New Rio de Janeiro. One year later. It would have been cool if they uh, got rid of that Jesus statue for New Rio. It, but I was going to It was just have... the base. <laughs> like they... Yeah, or. <laughs> or they put like a cyborg eye on it. Oh, that would have been <laughs> you cool know what too. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex is he's uh, a new. He's trying his hand at smuggling. Fucking bionic uh, arm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Good luck nailing this down. Uh, during a, a smuggling deal, he's approached by some hotshot systems cowboy, as he calls him. This guy walks up on Alex, starts filling us in that uh, Alex is apparently a terrible smuggler. And this is immediately proven by the fact that this guy uh, gets this. So Alex is not that great so far. He survived the shootout and stuff, but got fucked up at the beginning of the movie. Um, She's two two unarmed people and then immediately is taken in once we see him again. So this guy that captures him, his face opens up and a gun comes out of it. I don't... It's the most direct way to say it. Uh, and shoots Alex. LAPD will put you back together. They want you for an assignment. Hey there, listener. It's Bones. The head honcho, the leader of this episode, I am about to royally confuse two dashing white men. The actor in this movie is actually the actor Tom Matthews. Um, You might know him as the older Tommy Jarvis from uh, Friday the 13th Part 6. He's actually awesome in Return of the Living Dead. For some reason, I was getting him mixed up with the actual American ninja actor, Michael Dudikoff. So, before anybody uh, blows up my ats, figured I'd hop in here and correct this. Um, Nobody can be more mad at me than I am right now at myself. Um, And also, I mean, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to continue. I'm going to reach out to Tom Matthews and Michael Dudikoff and and, and apologize to them. Um, I mean, it's got to be tough for good-looking, blonde, older guys. Um, They they really need whatever help we can give them right now. And uh, I'm going to quote, I mean, just a leader of the apology right now. I mean, I'm a work in progress. So this guy, actually, he pops up later in the movie. Have you ever, are you familiar with American Ninja? Yes. Yeah, that, that's this actor. So we're at this outdoor prison. Isn't it the same director? Um, I don't think so. Eh, maybe not. I don't know how many canon movies um, Albert Payune did. And I think American Ninja's 
cannon. Um, where are we at? Oh, we're in the prison. All right, so Alex is knocked out. He's got uh, he's got Rambo three hair. I don't know if you guys noticed this wig. A lot of wigs in this movie. A lot of sunglasses. Get, yep. Two bureau goons are standing at the door. Do you recognize one of these guys from uh, Flesh and Blood? Oh, well. And Brain Smasher? Is one of them Tim Thomerson? Because that's the one I recognized. It's the guy yeah. I did. Uh, they they welcome the commissioner. The commissioner is Farnsworth that we've been hearing about. Um, that's, they immediately, that's Tim Thomerson, Farnsworth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's, I think, the best in the movie? Oh, they were lucky to have him. Yes. He instant, as soon as I saw him pop up, I was like, this movie got better. Yes. Uh, they wake Alex up. They got him on a chair in the hallway of this fucking outdoor prison. They're laying into him. They want him back. You're only good at one thing, Alex. And I'm thinking, dying? Like, being yeah. blown up and rebuilt? For real. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Alex is pretty much forced into this, pretty much whatever Farnsworth wants now, because it's revealed that he had a bomb installed in his chest. Classic bomb in the body bit. Mm-hmm. They reveal the, what they need him to do. So it turns out that Japan's prime minister and the U.S. president, they're going to meet in L.A. Unfortunately, the security plans for the summit, they've been hijacked. The two other guys that go on and on, ever since Japan and the U.S. merged, and then there's a bunch of, uh, there's a lot of uh, racism and sexism in this scene. Uh, Alex even refers to one of these guys. He uses a derogatory term. And then they use a derogatory term against the Japanese, but basically say the Japanese are looking for any excuse to sort of get pissed off at the U.S. for blowing these plans. But... Somebody is has taken them, and they believe, or they know for sure, that it is Jared. They've gone rogue. They stole the security plans, and now they're hiding out in Java, a shithole called Sheng Lo, Sheng Lu. I hear it's crazy. Yeah. Um, while they're telling him this, they bitch at him about being a speed loader. So this is the drug use that they were talking about. Isn't and isn't there also a part here where it's like right after they've told him we've put a bomb in your heart, they threaten him at gunpoint. It's like I don't know if it carries the same weight anymore. It's yes, it's uh, like we have brought you back to life to threaten you with death two different ways. Mm-hmm. And is that yeah? Is that bullet like bullet gonna pierce my cybernetic skull? I would, I would We're like at this point questions. to establish the level of, yeah, because we know for sure later on that he's got a fucking endoskeleton skull. Like, they just straight up show you, you know. Mm-hmm. That would have been a cool scene to sort of lean into. Like, fucking do it, you know. Like, test the ability of it to set it up. Because at this point, he's just been shot up and blown up so many times. I don't believe that he's capable of this. I if mean, Farnsworth said, like, we put a lot of money in you. He, like, sh- you're- he shot the lady in the beginning in the head, and she was still alive for a little bit. 
That's a good call, Dan. Well, that would have been cool if they threatened him at gunpoint and then he just shot himself and was like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay, like, that's badass. Check this yeah. out. Be- because he tells the guy, like, he says, uh, if you're going to pull it, use it. Because mm-hmm. that's what he, you know, references at the end of the movie on the rooftop. But that would have been badass, Kron. Like, it's like, you have nothing against me. And if you do that before the bomb reveal. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's cocky and shit, like, fucking shoot me. I don't care. Fuck. All right. And then Farnsworth says, yeah, but I could kill you from the inside. It's a prime example of the Five Day Reynolds podcast uh, outsmarting this film. Yeah. Congrats, guys. We did it again. (laughs) All right. So because Alex knows Jared, apparently they know each other the best. They believe that Alex is the best bet to, to get Jared um, out in the open so they can get the plans for this fucking thing. So, like we said, he's got to take it. He's forced into it. You got three days. At the end of this, Farnsworth says he'll promise to let Alex go. He'll set him up with a proper retirement and all the fucking speed he can do. Hell yeah. Sound, sounds great. Sounds like my retirement plan. Yeah. So, I guess while Alex is loading up his stuff from his prison cell, I'm not sure what else they you know, let him have in there, what contraband. I didn't. They cut out the part where he was kissing all his friends on the lips. It's <laughs> kind of upset about that. Maybe that's in a director's cut. Yeah. Hey, you're right. Yeah, he went around the rest of the prison just talking like, my buddy's got a, that speed. My buddy's got a nightclub. <laughs> you were gonna do wonders there. Mm-hmm. You were gonna sing your heart out there. Mm-hmm. He owns the nicest club in New Vegas. All right, you stay clean. Best shrimp cocktail you ever had. All right, um, Farnsworth and one of his lackeys, they have this secret conversation. Farnsworth says that he sent somebody called Billy Moon to make sure that Jared finds Alex. Ooh, what does this mean? We cut to Shang Lu, Java. Alex walks around Shang Lu. Again, like Kron said, he's got a giant fucking trench coat. <laughs> It is obviously 100 degrees and humid as fuck. Also, a sweater and a sweatshirt. I, yeah. <laughs> there are so many layers. Mm-hmm. Trying to look bigger, bro. Uh, this also starts the where I started to really notice the camera and all of the reflections uh, in his sunglasses. Uh, I will say the camera work moves real good. Move real good. Is real smooth in this, like the the steady cam. It, it's it's kinetic without being shaky. I, I I like it. I do like it. Now coming up in these hotel room scenes, uh, particularly with Billy Moon, I guess they just left the camera in one corner and said, "All right, let's clear the set so we can see Tom Jane's booty." But uh, all right, anyway, he's walking around. We cut Billy up to this Moon hotel. tattoo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that looked like my fucking seven-year-old wrote it on him. So there is a naked, sweaty couple up in this room. They're looking down on the street. Uh, just as Alex is jumped randomly by a bunch of dudes, uh, Alex makes short work of these guys. One of these guys is fucking Sven. That's three movies in a row, man. Oh, my gosh. I think that might be the record. Running Man, Hostage, and now uh, a goon in this. Well, we 
we could have had we could have had four movies in a row with uh max dad but one of us didn't play along with that so yeah what was his name um fuck Stone Cold. Stone Cold, Action USA. And then he came back for Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Yeah, Yeah, I I guess I fucked it up at the end. I'm sorry. Okay, so that currently means that Sven has the... He's he's got the turkey. Sven is in first place of multiple appearances. Mm -hmm. All right, I got to go change my pick. Okay. Uh so these goons, I guess they just get up and then they report to one of Farnsworth's guys. So Farnsworth's crew is already there. I guess that's the importance of I don't understand why they're jumping him. This uh, Somebody explain to me. Uh, after he kicks the shit out of these guys, this is the first glimpse of this little short-haired lady that we see run by. Um, I think four or five times we see her. She doesn't say anything. She just runs in front of the action yeah, in the like, frame and then out of the frame. When did we, we start watching the ant bully? <laughs> we cut. Look up the cover the- to that movie, Kron, and you get that joke. Um, okay. <laughs> the naked the naked guy watching the street. They're watching the street. This is Billy. We got a little Tom Jane here. The lady with him, this is Julian. Now, before in the Farnsworth conversation, uh, they mentioned that Jared has a proxy named Julian who is already in Java that they know. And that's who Billy Moon is hooked up with right now. This lady named Julian. We get a little sweet, sweet bolt on boobies and Tom Jane ass here. And Tom Jane having difficulty ashing a cigarette probably takes him about 16 hits to get this thing to, to ash off here. What All right. Alex checks, Alex checks in at this hotel. There was a, um, a grip who handed him a cigarette and was like, just use this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he's walking up to the front of the hotel, this is the second time this little short-haired lady runs by. Um, Alex makes it up to his room. So there's a little bit of a... Or, uh, the hotel attendant gives him a fucking hard time. Uh, makes fun of him. Uh, Alex Rain. What a fake! What a great fake name that is. But as he gives the key to Alex and Alex takes off, it's revealed that uh, the attendant of the hotel, he's being watched by uh, a camera. And on the other end of this feed is somebody named uh, Angie-san, as they keep saying. This is uh, um, Xiao Sung, Xiao Sang, what was his name from Mortal Kombat? Xiao Sung? Xiao Sung, I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, he was the pirate from The Phantom, if you remember. That shot the shit out of the one dude with the cannon. <laughs> My favorite part. Yeah. Um, so they know they. It's revealed that these people are waiting on Alex Rain to check in. Alex gets to his hotel room. He makes a little cocktail out of what looks like Alka Seltzer and some iodine. I'm not sure what the point of this is. Look delicious. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like uh, a well, isn't it the same color as the stuff that he shoots? So I thought it was maybe like a more low grade version that you could, you know, like drink rather than uh, okay. inject. Yeah, I figured he was okay. getting high. Well, he does that, but then he throws away his drugs and starts talking to himself. 
basically like if I'm gonna if Farnsworth is gonna kill me, I'm going out sober. Well, you gotta He's just you gotta have one more to taper off, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's it's like the one that you do where you're like, all right, now I'm officially quitting. Yes. After this one, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You guys ever get that thing where you're like, it's Friday. You're like, all right, on Monday, I'm going to be good. On Monday, I'm going to count my calories. On Monday, I'm going to work but out. But to, tonight, I'm going to just eat as much pizza as, and drink as much beer as I can. Mm-hmm. On Monday. Monday. Okay. And then Saturday. So I, I have to drink on Saturday, too. So mm-hmm. Saturday. But I'm not fucking going to church Sunday, on Sunday. Sunday morning, you got to eat a big breakfast because you got to soak up all the booze. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have a big poop. And then it's like, yeah, Monday, and then, definitely getting back on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunday. That, well, that big poop will be pushing everything out, and you'll be starting with a new system. Well, it's like Sunday evening. You can reward yourself with a little drink to <laughs> to get ready for, for Monday when you're not going to have any. Yeah, that's how it works. That's called real life, young listeners. It's called every I I- week of my life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Billy and Julian. Uh, we have problems. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had these cyborg, more cyborg parts, you know? Yeah, where's that, that shit be, at? I would be better. Give me a cyborg stomach that doesn't crave simple carbs. Billy and Julian, they just start to discuss whether or not they think this fucking speed loader is the Alex Rain that might be coming after. Um, this is where you notice that Billy Moon has a Billy Moon tattoo on his left shoulder. And like Dan said, this was very prison looking, like a seven-year-old drew it. Doesn't take very long. Julian turns on Billy, starts choking the shit out of him. She calls in her goon, uh, basically says, I know you're LAPD. Angie and his crew, they walk in on Alex. Uh, I'm not going to do the accent. But this guy is definitely doing a lot of Hawaiian, like, brother. And leaving out certain... Yeah, so I'm not going to repeat any of the things that he says. But it's very Hawaiian. Um, It sounds a lot like a guy I went to middle school with in Guam. All right. You've been doing it uh, off-pod for a week, though. Well, I was practicing, and you guys didn't like it, so... I worked real hard on it in traffic today. Uh, this guy starts nagging Alex. Why you here? Alex doesn't really give anything up. Uh, turns out that Angie knows that Alex is a cyborg. Uh, he says, but I can still hurt you. And he does this by kicking him in the balls. Alex says that he's here to meet somebody. The guy says, Jared, they sent you to stop her from meeting with the terrorists, the hammerheads. Angie asks Alex what he thinks of the hammerheads. Angie goes on about how the hammerheads, they want to stop the damn computers from taking over. Angie threatens to hit Alex one more time. I don't understand this, but Alex like flails and is like, no, like, (laughs) so I guess he's had enough or maybe this without the, without the speed, he doesn't know like whether or not he can take it. Okay. Yeah. So he threatens to hit him. Alex has had enough. He admits that it, it doesn't matter. I have a fucking bomb in me. And I only have two days. This scares the shit out of, Al- of Angie's crew. They immediately, like, there's no, 
if he's bluffing or not, it doesn't matter. They just immediately fuck off. Like, okay, see ya. So right. I'm going to remember this if I'm ever... <laughs> I, they try to kidnap me in Shang Lu. Oh, I got a bomb in me. Oh, okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. It's a good strategy. Yeah. Uh, Alex, he starts to lament losing his humanity. Surgery after surgery. Time to take a shower. Next time, I'll kill all you motherfuckers. I think in that episode of the podcast that we did where we told people, if you're being kidnapped, go limp and shit yourself. Uh, also tell them you got a bomb inside you. I mm-hmm. mean, it never works. Yeah. That's the hat. May- that's the hat trick now. So you may not be able to produce a shit, you know, cause maybe it's Monday and you haven't eaten anything good yet. You just had like a simple salad or something. Yeah. Or you can go like the You're trying to be good on Monday. And you got to hope that you get kidnapped on like Sunday morning. Oh, post yeah. post pancake. If you yeah, want to like, use the shits strategy, good, good luck kidnapping me on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Cause you'll yes. be in church. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cyborg Jesus will protect me. And if not, if not, you can, you're ready to shit yourself at the drop of a hat. I was going to say, was it unhinged where they had pancake, uh, pancake therapy? Yeah. Yep. Ain't no, ain't no kidnapping happened at that diner. Just murder. Pancake therapy. Oh, you can murder. Yeah, you can murder me while I'm full. Yeah, pancake therapy turned out I, horribly, by the way. I, I want to die after a fucking pancake therapy. <laughs> oh, fucking kill me. Okay, so Julie and her goon, they pass Angie and his crew. Uh, I think Angie says something like, Let's go get hot lunch or something. Let's go get hot. It was very Hawaiian what they said. Go get some uh, loose meat sandwiches. Let's go, let's go <laughs> eat again, a plate of spam. I knew it's like a Hawaiian thing, right? This, yep. I uh, had my fair share of fried sam- uh, fried spam and egg sandwiches, brother. Uh, this is the third time we see the little girl run by. I'm starting to think she's important to the story. Goddamn Aunt Bully. Is she though? Julian. Uh, she saves him once. I think I would argue not really <laughs> for how much they're building her up. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't have much of an impact. What is she wearing? Like, no Hawaiian shirt on, some <laughs> khaki shorts. Mm-hmm. She looks like uh, the lady out of Jurassic She's got that kind of outfit going on. The Laura Dern? Yeah. She's She's got those, like, yeah, lady scientist expedition shorts. Mm-hmm. But then an open Hawaiian shirt. Don't, she looks like a sexy Don't make that face, lo- Dan. Like, you don't know what that guy. is. <laughs> yeah. We're saying sexy here? Uh... You don't think what this chick's wearing is sexy? I think she looks like a fourteen-year-old child. Like, I well, I I can't say anything to refute that. Now, you have played the fucking absolute trump card. We're gonna move on. My God cards are the best. Damn it! You see, my cards are the best. 
beautiful cards. <laughs> I have the best cards. Best cards. Hunter Biden, back in the news. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So There's Julian- a fucking war in Ukraine, and we're talking about Will Smith and Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> Hey, there's a war in the Ukraine, and the three of us are talking about Nemesis. So, yeah, we send what's his name over, Jared. We're we're already talking about a thing less important than the Will Smith story. So, no, this is more important than the Will Smith story. Julian's goon. He he busts in. He starts roughing the shit out of Alex in the shower again. Just getting worked. Uh. Alex manages to kill this guy by shooting him in the throat. Effects look pretty good here. So, so far, the effects have been okay. But I thought this effect on this guy's, like, cyborg throat looked pretty good. Jared said you were someone I could trust. Julian apologizes for the goon roughing him up. But uh, while this guy was roughing Alex up in the shower, she was doing a scan. I don't know what the scan is. He would... He admits that he's a cyborg. He never hides it. If anything, he's just always lamenting it. Julian tells him that Alex's right eye is compromised and Farnsworth is watching. So maybe that's what she was scanning. I take back what I said. Uh, In the heated exchange, Julian reveals that Jared is dead. She gave up her life for something important. Julian pulls out Alex's eye and breaks the feed. This doesn't look that great. It's a cool idea, but it... it, I thought it looked... it looked okay. Like, okay. why not? <laughs> if you're going to remove an eye, like, yeah. I would guess I'd rather see the shitty effect than you do it off screen. So. Yeah. You are not you. You are me. I mean, it's hard to beat the nose scene from Total Recall, you know? So I guess the next best thing is, like, let's let's pop his eye out. It's hard to beat the nose scenes from Nothing But Trouble. No, you could beat that little nose penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing funnier than a dick-shaped nose. All right, them pulling this out, or pulling the eye out. Tr- this is true comedy. A movie to be moved up the list. Who are we to judge? I just went on about how... You shouldn't try to kidnap me after breakfast. That's funny. That's a joke. <laughs> so Putting a, so giving a someone nose. a nose that looks like a dick is not a joke. That's just... It's the ultimate joke. No, it's not. Dan Aykroyd doesn't understand comedy. I'm sorry. Farnsworth and crew, they now realize that they're busted. This leads <laughs> them to head really to got room. under your skin, didn't I? Julian tells Alex that Jared really isn't dead. Her body is gone, but Jared's mind and soul, they've been put into a data chip. Julian gives Alex Jared, tells him to uh, take her to the Red Hammer, Red Army Hammerheads at the volcano. Farnsworth and crew, they bust in just as Julian passes a computer to Alex that he can use to talk to Julian or to Jared. Julian shoots a blocker scrambler 
uh, into Alex's chest. Now, what this will do will delay the bomb from being activated by Farnsworth. So this extends the amount of time that Alex has. Convenient. Yes. Um, we didn't talk about, like, Alex has, like, a counter in his shoulder, like some LEDs that will, you know, fade away to indicate the time running out. They should have given them uh, that old thing that they used to put on AA batteries that was, like, zero to 100%. He had to touch which, it with both of his which, thumbs. Yes, yeah. and if you didn't have a fingernail, you really couldn't get it. Yep, yep. Like, yeah, there's a little bit left in there. I could at least get like six songs on this discman. Yeah. So, well, it would be a thing where they're looking at it, and it's like I don't know. It's between like thirty and ninety percent. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Well, you would just take one of those batteries and then go get one out of the the TV remote in the living room. And you would just do like a, a, like a wife swap with the batteries. Like I'll give you one, I'll take one of these, and that might ex- extend your CD player for a little bit longer. These kids today, they don't they they, they can charge their shit off the wall, man. Mm-hmm. I, I had understand. a a Game Gear took six AA batteries at a time. That's an investment back then. Mm-hmm. Good luck wrangling six AA batteries from your house. I mean. How am I supposed to listen to Significant Other on my anti-shock Walkman? <laughs> How long did the Game Gear last, like, playtime? I don't know. Not very long. <laughs> it was going to say 10 minutes. Not enough to justify six batteries? Like a one-way car trip to Grandma's house and then... <laughs> yeah. Try to steal the, six batteries from her for the ride back. <laughs> did you did you have a Game Boy that had the extended battery pack? That was like triple the thickness. thickness. No, I never had. Yeah, I remember. When I think, color came out. I was like, yeah, but I think that one you could charge. It didn't have like batteries that you replaced because I think a Game Boy was four double A. I mean, but they, you could put this thing in and charge it. They had to have charging back then. It was just oh, you had they to, were in with the battery companies. They had to be. So were you playing your fancy rechargeable Game Boy while you were drinking a, a Mountain Dew from the soda fridge at your house? <laughs> with your extended battery? Yeah. Soda fridge would have been N64. Tell me more about the lap of luxury that God damn, I didn't get to Brewster's million. Yeah. I had, a, I had the Donkey Kong. 64 edition 64 it was like green you can kind of see through uh here's the difference i had zero friends so i had to play goldeneye by myself we were friends very rarely we were not friends in my star wars pepsi garage days (laughs) well i didn't know you then did we purchase those we would have had a hell of a time yeah, did you win that eBay auction? <laughs> Two of those cans look so fucking rusted and gross. The yeah. other was fucked up. Like exploded. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even look at the pictures. <laughs> All right, finally we get some action here. Julian tells Alex, go ahead. I'll kind of, I'll keep him off you for a second. I bet that guy cried the day that Yoda can exploded. <laughs> 
was like, God, of all the cans to it. explode. <laughs> it's like his, his cat or something. I told you this room has to be temperature regulated. <laughs> this is, this is going to take $100 off at least. At least. Mm-hmm. Alex goes into the bathroom. He's got a cool trick here. He uses his automatic he shits machine in the toilet. <laughs> ah, fuck. Okay. He uh, pulls a-, a Looney Tunes, basically, and shoots a hole in the floor, allowing him to drop down to the next floor. He continues shooting, builds up enough momentum. He goes and shoots, what, through... F- Three or four floors. It's the best part of this movie. Yes. While this is happening, two goons from the uh, an adjacent room, they shoot like a whole like door frame through the drywall, which is pretty great. Bust through. Um, so these guys are definitely synthetic because these two guys and Julian just trade fucking rounds like crazy. Do do one of these goons have the waist mounted like aliens gun at this point? I think he comes up up the stairs, I think. Okay. Later on. Yeah, I don't I can't remember if it's this part or later in the movie, but it's yeah, one definitely yeah, one of these guys has that yeah. thing. I know definitely later in the movie, but I think they kind of show it here. Anyway, Julian does not last very long. She gets literally blown in half by all of these rounds. Um, Alex looks up, but he pretty he takes off pretty quick. Um, Farnsworth, he comes in. He knows that Jared is on a data chip now, and it will take up to twelve hours per his you know his side goon for the uh, for his team to decode the scrambler that's blocking the bomb in Alex's chest. Farnsworth, he starts to toy with the upper half of Julian. He rams his fingers into his uh, eyes. The FX here look pretty fun. They're not great, but they're fun. They're they're doing the cool trick where she's like obviously through a hole in the floor so she can talk and kind of move. Uh, the All the cyborg wires and shit hanging out of her look almost steampunkish in how bad they look, but it's fun. You're a shitty cyborg. Killing all the humans won't make you real. I am real. So Farnsworth ain't no human. Julian makes a uh, I'll be back reference before Farnsworth kills her. Another one in one of these movies. I mean, that's right. That phrase really just permeated the 90s. I mean, it soaked through all of culture. Uh, And speaking of I'll be back, we'll be back after a pee break. All right, we are talking nemesis, but we're also talking, taking big dumps post pancake breakfast. Mm -hmm. We're talking, we talked to Nate Hands twice. He's popped in already. See if we can get a third time. This, this fucking show has so much to offer. You come here for a movie. It's potential. 
and you leave with a sense of community. Mm-hmm. If people yeah, would just it. listen the whole way through, yeah, all your mm-hmm. friends are here. Oh, it's a whole world. Yeah, all my friends are here. All right. Alex, he sneaks away. He manages to log in and have a little chat with Jared. Um, Jared is, is, you know, the brunette with the short hair, pale skin from the beginning of the movie. But now she is in computer form, which is still a brunette with pale skin. It's just a lot tighter shot of her face. <laughs> yes. With a soft, like, uh, soap opera focus on her. Jerry tells Alex that Farnsworth has been replaced by a copy, a perfect copy, in fact. Sam, the cyborg from earlier, the one that killed your dog, that's Farnsworth. Oh. Sam wants to, you guessed it, replace all humans with cyborgs. Not just eradicate the humans, but replace them. Now, again, are any of these people humans? (laughs) It seems like everyone's already been eradicated. By a cyborg to me. I think we're going to meet a human pretty soon, actually. Yeah, uh, more human than human. This is a whole Fear Factory album. Okay. For all you metalheads out there. Not a white zombie? Yeah, kind of. We can do that, Single. too. Alex is interrupted by some goons. He ends up going out a window. Not a bile album. Yeah, they might. Uh, they might. You guys know I listened to uh, the Rewind Two the other day. Why? Because I vaguely remember the rules, <laughs> and we might have just mentioned this, where we said if you use a negative to bring a movie down you couldn't have another move and I was like well if that's the case Bones has two moves that he shouldn't have used and I was going to blow the whole thing up it's going to be amazing but I think we we nixed that I think did we say it in the show or did was I, this in the text conversation I think it was leading? in the plans of maybe when we were putting it all together and for some reason I thought I thought that made it in there but but yeah, the Rewind 2 opens up with Bile. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was pre-original uh, music where we were still using, you know, we were trying to get a feel for the show, those early days. That's still, Bile still works better as our intro than what we use now, so. No, it doesn't. I, I love our intro. Our intro's good. I love our music. It's yeah. hard to compete with Bile. I mean. Well. No, it's not. Professional band that made their way into a movie. Platinum album, dude. Yeah. Was it? No. No. <laughs> is it gold? I mean, the back of the CD is really shiny. It was like <laughs> 10, maybe. <laughs> Alex is interrupted. He goes out a window. He blows a few goon, uh, goons away. I think I literally just said that. Uh, we get lots of sparks. So this is where you really you feel the Hong Kong coming in in this sequence he like goes out a window rolls over like an old car um the three guys come after him like jumping out of these windows these guys are definitely all synthetic and cyborg because they can take a shit ton of shots and they're all like geriatric fucks 
Like all these dudes. Yeah, these these are all old, like aged stunt men that are in some somebody's Rolodex and Albert Payune was like, they'll work for cheap and they'll just work around sparks. They don't care. These guys have no retirement. They are taking they, whatever they can get. You, they you are watching this. Yeah, you're watching their retirement. <laughs> I hope I get called today to be on a movie. Um Oh, uh, this is also where we get a quick flash of that guy with the face gun from before. Remember, that guy's actually the actor, Tom Matthews. That's Tom with T-H-O-M, Tom Matthews, not American Ninja actor Michael Dudikoff. Again, I've corrected this. I'm on it. He's like making a little shitty like (laughs) face to himself, hiding behind a pillar. Alex watches a goon uh, start harassing an old lady. Uh, this old lady pulls out a gun and immediately blasts this guy away. Teach you to fuck with me, you fucking cyborgs. So this woman, I believe, is human. I'll buy, so, I'll buy it. So far, I believe the uh, people at the hotel and this old lady, human. Shang Lu takes no shit. <laughs> Jared says that she stole the plans and locations of the labs where they turn people into cyborg copies. Too bad she doesn't know who the leader of the Hammerheads is, though. So this is what she needs Alex to find out. Basically deliver Jared in data form to the leader of the Hammerheads. Face gun guy and another goon with a waist-mounted machine gun so basically a steady cam mount like Aliens 2 or Aliens 2. What a fucking dipshit from Aliens. The show just got uh, canceled. Aliens part two. <laughs> Actual aliens was an alien with a mouth. Uh, to be specific. Is Alien 3 technically Aliens part two? Or is Aliens Part 2, would it be 4? Aliens Part 2 would only exist if they had continued the that universe of aliens, I guess. The the aliens world, there's only two. The James... Wait, was that James Cameron? Yeah. Yeah. The Cameron version. So, I think only if he comes back for another could they call it Aliens Part 2. Okay. And of course, we're making this joke when First Blood Part Two is an actual movie that exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's a separate series. <laughs> hey. hey, hey, we were caught on that, you know. Nobody was confused by that. First Blood doesn't mean that that blood was the first one. First Blood is a reference to the movie, you know. Everybody, everybody showed blood, up. Me. Everybody showed up. I got paid. You ain't got no legs, Alex. <laughs> Face gun guy, um, he uses the other guy with this like machine gun as bait. Pushes this guy down the hallway, kind of tries to flank Alex. Alex is able to take this goon out, but not before getting pumped with a few rounds in the arm. Shit, another 5%. Face gun guy, he tackles Alex, and they go sliding down this like 
unloading slide oh, from this boat. For having that guy with the with the like waste gun rig mm-hmm. that he had, like, does he shoot that gun? Because he's shooting he like a, out pistol. a pistol. Yeah. yeah, it's like, come on, if you're gonna if you're gonna show me that gun, sh- show me that gun firing. Yeah, maybe they borrowed the prop, but it wasn't usable. I guess it just seemed like it was a disappointment. When he pulled out the pistol the first time I watched it, I was like, that is ridiculous. Second time, I kind of got it, though. Because if, you, if you've got the machine gun pointed one way and you're trying to clear, I get having the pistol. The bummer is, though, as soon as he pulls the pistol out, Alex just turns into the door frame, and they start unloading on each other. I, I get what you're saying about, like, you can shoot two different directions, but Alex is directly in front of him, <laughs> and... Like, both guns are aiming at Alex, but he's only shooting the pistol. Mm-hmm. Well, if Alex comes, he kind of T-bones the machine gun, you know, where he's not in front of the barrel. He's not expecting that guy to have the pistol. I. It's disappointing. Come on. This is it's disappointing. It's genius. It's genius. No, it was super disappointing not to see that yes. gun fire. It's absolutely disappointing. It would have been incredible to watch... That gun just unload on Alex you and guys, blow him through a wall. You seen that you seen this you seen this gun shoot many times in this film. Because every every piece of ammunition is an explosive in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even from a like a fucking little nine mil, it's, it blows out fucking huge chunks of land and water and sea. You don't know well, those are the, those are special guns. You don't know that's what that waste gun does though, because you never see it fire. <laughs> it pops out, bang. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I would rather see that gun fire a disappointing round than not fire anything. And I want to know how much it is to throw mud all over a slide when you could just use seed sacks. I mean, what? <laughs> Please fill me in with seed sacks. Please explain. The next scene, he rides this guy down a fucking slide, which you can clearly tell is like an amusement park slide that he just threw mud all over. It's like, just use a seed sack, bro. Okay. You ain't ever been to a fucking pumpkin patch? What is a seed sack, dude? What is a seed sack? It's a sack that they put seed in. Like a farmer. Guys, what are you fucking... You guys are from Missouri. A sack that they put seed in. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck does that have to do with a slide? <laughs> Did you not see this giant slide they're about to go down? <laughs> yes. Dude, have you been have you been going down slides on seed sacks for a while now? You guys ain't ever took your kids to a pumpkin patch? No. No. I don't talk to my children. You get the seed sack, you go up the slide, you sit on the seed sack and you slide down the slide baby jesus christ this is a peek into your personal life like when i talked about smiling during intercourse (laughs) (laughs) i ain't getting that personal you're out there riding around on seed sacks all day it's not me i'll just stand there and watch i mean i just stand there and smile and they smile you just I t- you just show them your seed sack. That's all I need. <laughs> seems this. like 
It's enough to get him smiling. It's the ugliest part of any man's body. <laughs> Speak for yourself, buddy. You should see these balls. They're smooth as eggs. Smooth as eggs. Do you suck balls? I suck these balls. Uh, remember, remember, remember when uh, Dave Chappelle just made uh, stand-up specials that made you laugh? Now you got to think too hard. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into him until now. <laughs> His older work was a little too ref- unrefined yeah, for dude. your taste. Huh? Just like a little too kooky for me. Who wants to just sit around and listen to fart jokes all day when you got? Who wants to talk about a guy holding people hostage while he's masturbating on a bus? Mm-hmm. Get in stand. Just go on a journey for 25 minutes about J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. All right. I take it that this slide is meant to be like an unloading thing, right? That's the work I'm doing for this, like trying to explain. Uh, it's probably to move seed sacks from point A to point B. seed sacks on yeah. there. They, you'd be going faster than that mud, I'll tell you that much. You'd be bucking, dude. You'd be bucking, baby. You slap that goat on the ass when you go by. Right. So... Uh, face gun guy, he has tackled Alex. They're going sliding down this thing. Face gun guy, he's riding Alex the same way Stallone rode Action USA guy in Cliffhanger. And they're the only smiling is, the whole time. Face gun guy, he's trying to open up his skull so he can get a shot off from his face gun. Uh, sadly, he gets his head knocked off by like a beam. This looks painful. Yes. Uh, Alex makes it down to the very bottom. He's almost shot by some random guy when finally the little girl that's been running around has some use and she saves him. I like that uh, face gun guy. Like when he hits that beam, he still pulls out a pistol and is trying to shoot. Just pretty sweet. Wildly. Mm -hmm. Never stop, man. Yeah. Fight till the end. Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, he runs on Windows XP. Like, it just, it's bulletproof. He's a Nokia cell phone. All right. Uh, Alex and this chick, they take off. Now they are starting to get by the man himself, the fucking Farnsworth copy, and the other lackey. Uh, You take off into the jungle. We've got some rivers. we got a few uh, waterfalls that they got to jump and dive off of. They swim downstream. Running out of time, huh? We finally get the ridiculous voice of this little woman. She introduces herself as Max Impact. Fucking cool. This is the coolest name in the history of the show, yeah? Uh, We'll have to uh, table that for later. Okay. Crew is a pretty cool name, I think. Yeah. As long as he's not, as long as she Dynamo, wasn't a rad that's, a, that's a pretty yeah. cool name. Dynamo, dude. Fuck pretty off. Pretty cool name. I mean, uh, you don't. She e- is a you don't even guide. like the name. Angie's son hired her to guide. I'm moving past Dynamo. All <laughs> Dynamo discussions will be tabled for the next meeting. This is now. We're in old business. That's new business. Next quarter. Okay? 
Season two, bitches. We're Angie's son we're still has in hired one. Max Impact. Yeah, we don't finish season, season one. one. We don't do seasons. Jesus no, Christ. we finish season one at the end whenever all of our ten are up. <laughs> That's yeah. way too long. This yeah, we're we're talking eighties television. That's our style of season. Just keeps going. We're talking. I'm going to turn it in. I have that option. Soap opera, dude. I mean, I, yeah, three hundred. 65 of these damn things. I have the option and Season I'm going to do baseball. it. Angie's son hired Max Impact to guide Alex. <sighs> Alex isn't too sure that she's human, so he tries to scan her. As he uh, gets close to scan her, uh, she uses her amulet laser to shock Alex. She's got this little trigger mechanism on her waistband. She's able to activate, and this knocks Alex out, keeping up the... Um, out of, like, a little necklace, and it shoots out of the eyeballs. <laughs> yes. It's incredible. It's like the it's like the skulls from the Phantom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max and Angie's son, they wake up. Is it... Can I say Angie's son? The only reason I say that is because the white girl says Angie's son, so I wrote Angie's son. Uh, yeah, they you, wake up. You're good, man. I th- okay. I think if you... I think you should have asked the question uh, eight times ago when you said it yes. first. <laughs> now feels like the wrong time to ask. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm a work in progress. Angie knows uh, about Farnsworth. I think this is actually where I stopped writing Angie's son. Yeah, Angie, Angie knows about Farnsworth. Angie is trying to rec- uh, recruit Alex. Turns out, Angie, this is a fucking head of the hammerheads, dude. Damn. Max Impact, she runs off because she's upset that Angie wants Alex on board. So even though she has been paid to recruit him or to guide him, turns out this might just be a cover. She actually is a hammerhead. We find out, holy shit, her sister was Rosario, the human that Alex killed. What? What? He should pay for what he's done. Holy shit. Farnsworth busts in, blows the shit out of the place. This kills Angie. He takes the data chip. Max is, uh, she wakes up Alex post-explosion. Um, Farnsworth is able, is about to hand off the data chip to one of his lackeys when Alex pulls a fucking Tarzan, sw- swings by, grabs the data chip, and takes off. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Max blows up Farnsworth and his partner, who I'm guessing the partner is human because he doesn't come back. Farnsworth somehow uh, survives this. Who knows? Yeah, more human than human. They take off. Max says that there's another cyborg running the big deal. Uh, This doesn't really go anywhere. Max admits that the lady in Baja was her sister. This is where she does that. Um, Farnsworth wakes up, the fucking humans, <laughs> starts blasting at the base of this, like, tower. This is a cool line and a cool delivery by Tim Thomerson. Yes. <laughs> uh, he he shoot, blows the shit out of the bottom of this tower, allowing it to collapse sort of towards... It looks great. This is, like, all in camera, practical, looks good. Construction workers, uh, he gave them the cue. They all they cut it and then they're like he's like all right it's about to fall go, <laughs> so it actually fell. 
So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they run away. They're heading towards this volcano. This is... Of course. So we were... Um, what do we? Uh, what else do we need? Well, do you have a puppy? No. And do you have a volcano? Nope. Good call, Sam. Throw it in. We're getting just mass explosions of old airplane hangars and shacks. So that's really what makes this seem like Hawaii. Like this is all old, like you know, Navy bunkers and Air Force hangars or some shit. Max gets knocked out. Alex is carrying a knocked out Max through just some random people's houses. Uh, and then another goon shows up. This forces Alex to jump through a wall. Uh, there is a zip line that I'm guessing this community uses to move laundry. Uh, to have fun, papaya. dude. <laughs> okay, fun. It, it, the basket Tourism. didn't look as though it was deridum. Uh, yeah, it, it didn't, it looked just like a basket. It didn't look like a seat, but anyway, Alex takes his zip line down. He gets some distance away. Uh, he's able to shoot the line before the other random goon can hop on it. I do like the fact that the goon got up on the line and then they shot it and he fell that they show that little two foot drop of the stunt man. Like, Hey, I did the stunt fucking put it in Al. <laughs> Pay me, man. Yeah. I didn't bruise my ass cheeks for nothing. You fucking put it in there. Well, that's the rule, right? You, sh- you put the one they got hurt in. Mm-hmm. So. Should have paid my union dues. I'm here for the health care. Now fuck me up. <laughs> we get some more Tarzan action. I'm buying, Alex a, kicks- buying an eight-pack of hot dogs with my with my money from today. Fucking Hawaii, though. Fucking fourteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Shit. Got to drink Primo beer. Haven't even heard of this shit. These are bar now, bar s. Now I could afford Hebrew National. Them's kosher, but I I prefer bar s. Plus, that gives me money for condiments. Plus, I'm not a huge believer in that whole Holocaust thing, so stay away from them. What do you mean you don't want to come to my barbecue now? Get back here. Here's what I do not to dirty a plate. I take a bite of the hot dog, and then I squeeze the ketchup right into my mouth. It's perfect. And I don't want no store brand ketchup now. This is Hunt's. You understand? I ain't getting no Heinz German shit. I want Hunt's. Farnsworth is fucking relentless, dude. He's just chasing and blasting away. Round after round. Finally, a fallen tree knocks out our duo. Farnsworth gets right up on top of him. And, of course, he starts monologuing. He's talking about how humans suck. You're more like us, Alex. More machine than human. Do it, Dan. Yeah, more human than human. Join us. Never. Alex manages to get his pistol. So this is Alex's skill, right? He's able to just roll saves. Yeah. This this guy sucks as a fucking, like, hero, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just, he exists to get 
killed, basically. She's <laughs> fucked up in the shower. Like, fuck, you're taking yeah. a shower, bro. And I think to go on, that would be, I think, a cool story. Like, if you created the cyborg out of some crazy and in, in, indestructible material, right? Like, he is the state of the art in a world of cyborgs, you know. You are the one that we put all of the resources into. So you can just take the fucking beating, you know? So in a, in a better movie with a better budget where you could just literally show this guy ripped to shreds but still going, and that's his skill, it might be more enjoyable. But the bummer here is that he doesn't, he never has a moment of like true heroicism or like badassness. He, yeah, he's never ahead of anything. So maybe that's their way of being like, oh, it's noir. You know, because a good noir story, your hero is just always behind, always getting the shit kicked out of them. You know, you're always, you're finding everything out when they find everything out. I guess but. they, I mean, they also didn't have a budget to show him in any other format. So it's like in, yeah. in Terminator, you get to see like, Schwarzenegger, you know, he gets shot in the face and then you can see the metal underneath, but mm-hmm. they can't do that either because they they can't afford it. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has like a monitor lizard or pigeons in his apartment. I'm pretty sure. Well, and these are things that we need to know because those immediately tell you, oh, he's a badass. How tough that guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Monitor lizard. Yeah. He's a fucking badass. If I come to your house and you I got don't... pigeons, <laughs> yeah, and, I'm gonna watch my tongue. And there's just yeah. shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Got a motorcycle in your living room. <laughs> That's a guy that you invite to pancake therapy. <laughs> That's a guy who will ash into your pancakes. <laughs> Not even miss a beat. <laughs> I think this next trip, I think everybody's going to have to do some pancake therapy that morning. Couldn't find an ashtray. Oh, I thought you were done. Let's make those shirts. What do you mean there's no smoking in here? Let's change the name to just pancake therapy. I got a cigarette in my hand, don't I? You couldn't have told me that before I lit it? You know how fucking expensive these things are? Let me fucking finish it. What's the difference if it's half a cigarette or a full fucking cigarette? God damn, what's your problem? Put your fucking phone away. You look like Alex uh, manages to get his pistol. He gets a few shots into Farnsworth. Uh, this doesn't do much to Farnsworth, but this allows him to uh, him and Max to get away. Stay to the fucking art, Alex. Back into and across a river. So we've just doubled back. We're definitely using the same locations over again. We're at another waterfall. The duo jump, uh, jump off again. Uh, now this time, while doing, I guess, is this would this constitute a gainer? Alex uses his special pistol, which is, like Dan was saying, an RPG. Um... Uh, mid-flight, upside down, shoots this pistol RPG into Farnsworth, boom, 
blows his ass up, melts all the synthetic flesh of Farnsworth away. Dudes, we got ourselves a full-blown fucking Terminator. It's about time. <laughs> all right. Our duo, they run across the volcano. They get inside this little cavern. They find a little secret base with a jet. The pilot is the hotel attendant that was giving Alex a tough time earlier in the movie. Max hops in the back seat. Uh, he tells Alex to hop in the cargo bay. They just take off. They're right about to really get some altitude when our fucking Terminator runs and jumps and grabs a hold of the plane. Wouldn't you know it. This fucking stop motion looks incredible. I I wrote down, did the budget run out? <laughs> yeah. So the Terminator just starts punching its way into the, the cargo bay. Alex is quickly knocked out. This allows the Terminator to come in. State of the art, Alex. Fighting back and forth. The Terminator has some moves, man. I think he literally strikes like a karate pose at one point. Why not? Yeah. He manages to throw Alex out of the plane. In the process, Alex rips the top of his scalp off, exposing his metal skull. He's hanging out the back. He manages to sort of climb up the Terminator and get back into the plane. This is where it really looked uh, celebrity death match. Yeah. There's yeah, like a few death. frames of the stop motion. Because uh, they stop motion Alex as well. Like he's he's like a little clay model. Uh, so he climbs up the Terminator. He's now closer inside the cargo bay. The Terminator has a firm, solid grip on Alex's arm. We own you. We paid for every part of you. Then take it. It's yours anyway. So now Alex, I guess, is able to just disengage his fucking shoulder, like release his arm somehow. Uh, I played football in college. Yeah, just rigs it, I guess. You know, fucking lethal weapon style. Dislocates his shoulder. And this releases the Terminator, basically, to fall right into the term, uh, the volcano. We get an awesome Darth Vader, like, no, scream. <sighs> Cut to the Marshall Islands. Alex is all wrapped up. This is a great way to end the movie. Um, I wish they would have ended it here, but they tacked something on. He's all wrapped up. They're in this, like, awkward concrete hallway i don't know how really to, so this must be just somewhere that they were shooting in hawaii and they just found a little a concrete hallway a passway yeah a pass through <laughs> or something and shot this scene here um some tech he's hooking jared up to some computer they are going to download jared's data into this big computer but doing so will result in Jared's consciousness being deleted. Farnsworth left you a letter. Are you crying, Alex? See, you can care. So uh, this guy is such a good actor that they had to have his crying scene covered up by a bunch of gauze pads. Uh, get me out of here. Max wheels Alex off. LAPD HQ, six months later. We're on a rooftop. Now, one of the lackeys from the prison 
His name was Jermaine. He's confronted by Alex on a rooftop. If you say so, by the time we got here, I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> who is Jermaine? How does he know Jermaine? Again, thanks to Will Smith, I had to watch this movie three times. Uh, Alex has been terminating all of the other synthetic replacements. Uh, he Alex shoots Jermaine in the robot crotch. Alex reads Farnsworth's letter in the rain. Alex rain, get it? Some of us are just meant to lead happy lives, or some of us just aren't meant to lead happy lives, is the main takeaway of Farnsworth's letter. He's reading this at like the foot of some bridge. Our little little helper Max walks up. They decide to walk uh, walk off. We hear two voices. Should we take them out? Why not? The end. You really don't need that last scene. Just yeah, more human than human. Do you think the original cut of this movie was four and a half hours and they just were like six? You got to get it down to one and a half. Like, just cut it however you want. Six. Six hours. That's not a true statement. I don't know. There's a one hour and 15 minute movie in here. I think there's a six hour movie in here. Like, that makes sense if you watch it all together because there are like. There's so much stuff where it's like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about anymore. There's five sequels, so there you go, Kron. Yeah, you got to expand on it somehow, I guess. Do you think Nemesis 2 through 5 are just trying to explain what what is happening in Nemesis 1? I mean, Nemesis 1 sets up a world that all these synthetic copies exist, right? Yeah, so, so did, I mean, so did the, Blade Runner. Yeah. I mean, if Blade Runner is so great, why did they only make one sequel? Which was the better one? <laughs> yeah. Careful. <laughs> we. 2048 all day, bro. <laughs> what about 2049? Is it 2049? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's all day. Better. There's a prequel that... <laughs> it's going to be the prequel, Denny said. After he's done with Dune 4. He should he should never be do, done with Dune. Just keep making Dunes, Denny. Dune it, Denny. All, all roads have led to Dune. There can't be five Nemesis movies. Like, the, the world has to balance. We need six Denny Dune movies. And Guys, it. that was the end of Nemesis. Let us not delay. Dan, you got any uh, any trivia that I didn't hit on? Ah, uh, gentlemen, upon further research, uh, Deborah Shelton refused to uh, use a body double. Be in this movie scenes. Who's Deborah Shelton? Is that Julian? Yeah, she's the chick with a uh, Tom Jane. Okay. Um, in some versions of the film, Alex Rain is the narrator, not Jared. Uh, big inspirations for the film, uh, he said, were Six Million Dollar Man from 1974, Escape from New York from 1981, The Terminator from 84, and Robocop from 1987. Mm-hmm. 
film was shot on location in Hawaii. These all surprised me. I would have never thought. (laughs) All movies he directly lifted from for this film. Inspiration, Cron. Film was shot on location in Hawaii and Montana and California. All right. Uh, Released... January 29th in 1993 for uh, the Americas. 92, I guess, was, well, somewhere else. Didn't really say. It says $2 million box office. So, I mean, do we believe that? Sure. What was the budget? Didn't say. But it did say box office $2 million. Yeah, and that's, maybe it that's played at some. Maybe it played in the Philippines, eh, Hawaii and shit. With I'm Monster sure. Dog, mm-hmm. Monster Dog, and Action USA, Waco. That's sleek well, one right there, buddy. You guys were real talkative during that movie um, assessment. So I, Nemesis. So I hate, I, but I hate to ask. Yeah, I mean, I know you gave me so much input throughout the. <laughs> throughout the course of of the breakdown but do you have any uh any final thoughts before we you know any sort of generic thoughts before we get in my letterbox or is it do we just jump into it let's just uh play america's favorite game i think all right let's do it dudes rate my box i am writing out the grid here also writing down my score since I've been accused of cheating. Did you accuse him of cheating? All right. Uh, Which one? I accuse him of cheating every single episode, Dan. Mm-hmm. It, it if it's a, not rigged. It'll mm-hmm. turn to me eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just uh, if you make me mad, then yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a vengeful asshole. That's what I am. All right, Karan, I'll, I'll take the, uh, the lead here. Um, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Um, I'm going to say Karan a two, 2.0. And I think I'm going to go Bones a 2.0 as well. I think I'm going to go with Dan a two, Bones a three. We're kicking off a new category. So if you're new to 5D Rentals, the Rate My Letterbox game, the whole point of it is we're trying to guess each other's score. We have predetermined what we would rank this. The importance of this this game is sort of all built up to our review show. This gives you more points in the future. It gives you a little bit more oomph to control the board later on. It gives you a little bit more opinion. I'm going to agree with Dan here. This one was pretty tough. I had to revisit the big list on this to try to get some comparison. I'm going to give you both a 2.0. Dan, please reveal yourself. 
Gentlemen, the letterboxed user review at the time of our review for Nemesis from 1992 is a 3.1. Gentlemen, this is a 1.5 for me. Uh, Practical effects looked great. The shots, the camera work is phenomenal in this movie. Like the way they get in, the way he runs down, like the little tilted thing when they're in the shootout, the camera runs with them and something yep. like that it looks fucking great. <clears throat> but I did not know what the fuck was going on like half the time. I'm just like, what? Who the fuck is Jared? They've said Jared 9,000 times. I don't even know who the fuck Jared is. Like, I watched it twice. And the sunglasses look great. <laughs> so it's, it's a one point five. Like I said, the action was was decent. The shootouts were nice. I felt like it kind of repeated itself with the shootouts there at the end. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's just I think if they would have cut it a little bit, and I don't know, maybe better act. I know the acting wasn't going to be great, but whoever that lead is, man. But yeah, one point five for me. I'm uh, maybe I'll reevaluate and rewind. But it was tough at times. All right, Uh, I think I'm going to echo a lot of what Dan said here. Uh, I I'll say I'm a two on this. Um, I do think the action looks really good. Practical effects look great. Um, a lot of the, the shots of just like someone shooting a gun, they're extremely well done. Um, but like Dan, I have no idea what the fuck is happening in this movie. It is incomprehensible. Um, and it's this weird blend of being both super confusing and way too wordy. Like, I wrote down a section of this movie, uh, which is, uh, this is it. Here's all of Jared's data. Her mind and soul transferred to a memory bank. Take this to the Red Army Hammerheads. There's a meeting planned on top of the volcano at sundown. That meeting is today. They'll wait until the sun vanishes, but then they're gone and we'll lose our chance. It's like, I think there are... (laughs) Out of the 40 words that are there, you could have cut 32 of them. Like, it's just so much more than anyone would ever need. Um, Like, if the the thing that the dialogue in this movie kept making me think of was there's a part in the the remake of Ocean's Eleven where Brad Pitt is talking to Matt Damon and he says... uh, like, hey, they have to like you, but forget you as soon as you leave. Don't use seven words when five will do. And it's like this movie, it's like, hey, if you couldn't think of anything more than eight words, use 15 in that scenario. It's like, yeah. it's, there's just so much in the dialogue that makes no sense. And it, I don't know why it's there. So I don't know. It is this super strange blend of like pretty good action and then um weird dialogue and a confusing story so yeah a two 
I felt bad for you, Bones. Like that—that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this this dude's having a nightmare right now." I, I did genuinely have a tough time on the first watch. It did not help that the movie kept getting interrupted by the fucking weird Academy Awards that I kept getting pulled into. So I had I straight up at one point stopped it and then came back to it much later in the evening and I and I just at that point I was like I I let me just watch it and I'll try to figure it out again. So by the time I had to go to do notes, I felt pretty good about it. I I'm going to preface this by saying I I can foresee myself adjusting this score later. I'm going to echo Dan. The action in this is incredible for the budget. The movements are super fluid. Again, when you can be kinetic but not shaky, it goes a long way with me. Um, it The movie absolutely needs a better script. But I wonder how much of it, it, like, in order to try to fill this out and make it feel like a bigger movie, the same with, excuse me, Brain Smasher, are they adjusting things in the story? Are they trying to stretch stuff out to make it not feel cheap? You know, by sort of using things the same, you know, stretching out sequences of dialogue and doubling up. Because I completely agree with you, Kron. You could have this like air of mystery in a lot of this stuff and then pay it off 30 or 40 minutes later versus it just being. It's incomprehensible while trying to explain itself. That's the frustrating part is if if you were purposely like withholding some of the information to keep it more noir, but it's sort of playing the lowest common denominator because I think that allows lowest common denominator viewer to feel like this is bigger. That being said, I think there's a ton of charm in this movie. Um, the weirdness of like Hawaiian terrorists that are actually the good guys a awesome stop motion battle there's genuine fun here i did not like this as much as i liked brain smasher so for that i gotta go a little bit down i am a three All right, guys. Uh, Nemesis would have an average score from us of 2.17. This would currently be ranked at number 45 on the big list. It would be right below Stage Fright Aquarius at number 44. And it would actually be tied with uh, Halloween Kills. (laughs) Ooh. I gotta go Nemesis over Halloween Kills. Hey, Bones. Yeah. You read my mind, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... There's just more heart in Nemesis. Yeah. All right, so this one will remain then at position 45, uh, above Halloween Kills at 46. Totally I, totally fine. I think this, 
like you said, this movie's got charm. It's got a little bit of heart. But you just get somebody to kind of go over and and really amplify what you both sort of said. Dan, you're right. The, the action and the movement on this. Keep that. Keep what you're doing. Because a lot of those camera moves make simple action scenes seem better. They yeah. add like a, a crispness to it. That's great. You're fucking Kron, in like, there. Like you're mm-hmm. in with it. So. And Kron, absolutely what you said. Just cut out a third of your dialogue. Yeah. Just force yourself to say like, just scratch sentences out. Just, you know, they, they say that uh, Christopher Walken takes all of the punctuation out of his dialogue. Like he just learns everything just learns all the lines because on the day he's just going to, however he wants to say it, Mm -hmm. but just challenge yourself on this and go, Nope, 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 Nope. That's redundant. That's redundant. That's redundant. Yeah. And see what you got. So, so I think 45, I think the, the three quarters of the list, I think that's a good spot. I think it makes sense. I mean, there was a good movie in here somewhere and they just, yeah. they couldn't get all the pieces to line up, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, all right. I still had fun. This was a fun episode. I love talking to you guys. Uh, same here. Okay. Guess what? We get to do it fucking again next, next week. week. Yeah. So let's get the fuck out of here. Let's take a shower. So dirty. When we come back. When we come back. Oh yeah, it's I got seed sack residue. What got, do they make these things out of? Got mud in my ears. I'm gonna, got this fucking metal foot shoved up my ass. All right. For Cron Howard, for Laundry Dan, I've been Bones. This is the Five Day Rentals podcast. We'll see you on the other side. Dan will reveal next week's pick. Until then. Crash and burn. Buddies forever. Cyborg outlaws? Bioterrorists. Bioenhanced gangsters. Information terrorists. You break the law, you go to hell. Cybernetic hikers. Jermaine. Internet waiters. High-tech Uber drivers. You just combine two things. A future thing and then a regular job. Mainframe. Mainframe janitor. Ethernet Wookiees. Ooh. That's pretty good. Those are both pretty good. All right, bye. Our apologies to Tom Matthews, Michael Dudikoff. I'm all flustered now. I don't. I, 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 I've never been so embarrassed. So I guess I'll just say, write and review Laundry Dan and Cron Howard. Give them a five star, and then me, you just. You tell me to fuck off at Five Day Rentals Pod. Send me an email, Five Day Rentals Podcast at gmail.com. 
I mean, come kick my ass. I don't know. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the After Shower Show here. Bones just took us through the first pick for high-octane, pulse-pounding thrill ride. And he took us through Nemesis from 1992. And... Whew, what a road trip it was. And uh, I'm second here for this new category. We've been doing action films for the past six months on this podcast. Um, so naturally, we're going to do another one for high octane pulse bounding thrill ride. And gentlemen, once Bones produces category curated it it was picked whatever however we do it i was simply a vessel he released it from his seed sack yeah <laughs> that's true yes he did god spoke through me and wanted us to do action for six months my next three categories are action action two action three and action four <laughs> that's, that's gonna have to change this anyway i uh i had a few come to mind and when it came down to, I think what I decided on was when I really thought of high octane pulse pounding thrill rides, I thought of a movie called Drive. No. Okay. No, 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 no. From 1997, directed by Steve Wang. This is available for your streaming pleasures on Tubi. Guys, just and, uh, heads up, we might have three Tubi selections in this category. Sweet. We love, love Tubi here. And um, gentlemen, I liked all the talk earlier on in the Nemesis episode about uh, Hong Kong action and full throttle. And uh, this is an American version, direct-to-video. This is an Americanized version of Hong Kong action. It's kind of a buddy, buddy comedy road trip, almost. But there's tons of action in there. But uh, I've watched it. Has, any, has anybody seen this? Can't say I have, Dan. Got, uh, I'm going to butcher both of their names. Kadeem? Yeah, I believe. I was kind of looking at that, too. Um, An old what's... Mark... What? Dukakis? No. I got, I'm not looking at it right now. Yeah, I gotta, I'll have to figure out how to... Was he, is he the Iron Chef guy? Uh, no, he's in uh, John Wick 3, I believe. He's one of the main heels there. Yeah, but I thought he was on Iron Chef. He might be. I don't know. He was like the guy who like reveals the. He's shit. he's not his. Yeah, he's a son of. Well, he might be. I don't know. Oh, he's yeah, also, his dad was. He's also in a uh, Boogie Boy. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we oh that, that answers one, right? it. Oh yeah, gentlemen, that's that's what I came up with. Um, I watched it the other night. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, this will work. 
prototype enhanced human yeah. on the run from Chinese hired hitmen hooks up with a dreadlocked bystander, and the two of them elude their pur- pursuers narrowly each time. Yeah, the tagline for the film is "There ain't no cruise control." So I was like, "Yeah, that's perfect." Brittany Murphy. Oh yeah, early Brittany Murphy here. You're a virgin who can't drive. (laughs) (laughs) But available on Tubi. We're going to have some fun with this one, I think. Oh, Chad logged it. It's got a Ryan Gosling in it. Should be pretty good. Albert Brooks? Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) I can't wait, dude. It opens with an incredible car chase, and then you're bored for an hour, and then it kind of picks up towards the end, and we're all supposed to like it. Uh, you forgot the I'm kidding. I'm comedy. Uh... I do like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. The funny Thanks, thing is, is there is a heel here that is actually in both drives. Okay. <laughs> So I thought that was kind of funny. Do you think, uh, well, who is it? Uh, he's like third guys down, like Winston or Winford or it's his name or something. Tracy Walter? Yeah, it might be him. He plays a hedgehog. Mm, like I said, I'm not looking at it. Well, he must have... Uh, Maybe he was like, oh, they're remaking Drive? From... Mm-hmm. He's like, wait a minute. Should I was I, in the original. Should I be getting... Uh, yeah, he, sh- he showed up on set. Should, like, Should I be getting money for this? You know, I was in the first one of these, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, I've they, clicked on several names, and I can't John Piper Ferguson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he plays Vic Madison in this one. <laughs> I <think> that was close. <laughs> Who does he play in the other one? He's just like a hillbilly extra or some shit it says on there. Yeah. Oh, He's in yeah. a Seagull movie called Black Dawn. He's the redneck at the bar who's like, we pulled that job together. And then Ryan Gosling's like, don't, don't, know who the fuck you don't talk to me or I'll kick your fucking teeth down <laughs> your throat. Right. Yep, <laughs> that's him. <laughs> But all right, folks, next week is Drive from 1997, directed by Steve Wang. It's available on Tubi, so check it out before you listen to the episode. Like I said a this is our weird way uh, to pronounce Nicholas Winding Refn, but whatever. Crunt, we are going to cover the other Drive. It's a five-star banger. I think I took it back off and replaced it with <laughs> Blowout again. Oh, that's right. I, I don't have that on my paperwork. Uh, update your list. Okay, so you're taking out drive. So I wrote it down over here. I think yeah, yeah. I'm swapping it back to blow out. Okay, he might change his mind after this drive. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, drive 1997. Check it out. It's our second pick for high octane pulse pounding thrill rides. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, Dan, let me pimp uh, a sound idea. Yeah. Uh, an, an incredible uh, podcast ran by Dustin Kreft. He was nice enough to have me on this week. That should already be out. Please subscribe to that. It genuinely is, I think, the most original podcast idea out there right now. 
that comes from a guy who's doing like the only uh, video store podcast. You know, we're the only one like of this kind, but he's the only one doing what I think is, like I said, an incredible, incredible concept. It was a fun hour and a half discussion with him. Dozens a great guy. Check out his uh, his music and his other show, uh, Nerds, Geeks in the Kitchen Sink, as well. Do it. Fucking do it. We told you to do it, so do it. Well, all right, guys. Anything else for tonight? Um, Karan, you got any love-making um, tips. tips for all the listeners out there? Uh, not for you two. Fucking losers. <laughs> well, we'll cover our ears, and you can tell the listeners. Uh, no, they can fucking figure it out themselves, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Get on my level or get the fuck out of my way. I think Kron might lose some audience points today. I don't give a shit, dude. He's a grumpy guy today. He's fucking dum-dums. You don't know where to stick it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, join us next week for Drive. Uh, As always, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Buddies forever. Did you catch that? Bones did a fucking suck it at us, dude. <laughs> Hit my own ball. <laughs> Rest in peace, Scott Hall. <laughs> <laughs>